The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is a stream freedom audio bulletin. It cannot be traced. It cannot be stopped. And it is the only free voice left in the Geek Revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is the dashing duo, Derek and myself, Mike. And hey, Derek. Yes. Uh, one last official time, quote unquote, <laughs> but not the last time she'll be on. We have Allie from the Pop Insider. Hello. Not and the last time. But the last no. official time. <laughs> A last official time for now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So um, we're going to talk toys that are coming out for the summer. Lots of toys. And I think before we get to that, I can't speak for Derek, but I'm sure he'll agree with me on this. Thank you guys for the last year because it has helped us meet new people. And if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't have had fun with um, two of the vice presidents from Playmates Toys on the show to talk Godzilla and Godzilla versus Kong. And we wouldn't have Cisco from Bandai America. (laughs) who's coming back next week. Oh, Uh, amazing. So, uh, and we've had some great relationships. Um, So, and definitely I think across all three shows and even a little bit with adventures and geek, uh, even though we haven't had y'all on adventures and geek um, to just open our eyes about the toy world and just what all's involved. (laughs) And I guess help add to some of our frustration when new things come out and they're not available. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we feel it too, though. You know, I think it's just such a cool thing. Yeah, I really like we love partnering with you guys because, I mean, we're always learning stuff, too, from you guys. And I just think it's just the toy world is just such an interesting place that I didn't. I mean, before I worked in it, I didn't even know it existed. So I think it's just a really cool thing i love sharing it with people and i love pulling back the curtain and being like this is how things work because it's just such a fun industry and just like a such a huge space that i just had no idea was there but you know of course it is you see all the retail shelves lined with product there has to be something behind it (laughs) yeah well i i'm sure we'll be we'll be partnered up again in the future uh definitely it's, it's just a a time game and you know, as things are slowly returning to a normal, well, uh, hopefully they'll return to you. Yeah. Did you guys get to see the, um, I'm sure you did when you were talking to playmates, the Godzilla versus Kong action figure line. Uh, they, act- 
they actually sent both of us um, two of the six inch and two of the in the and two of the twelve inch figures. Yeah, I love those big yeah. ones. I think they're so cool. <laughs> and um, yeah, my two six inch uh, right behind me there. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we get we got the battle damaged. Uh, I'm oh, in cool. I'm in the process. I'm I'm looking around and I got the way my collection is displayed. I want to change it up some. So I ended up finding a couple storage boxes because I got some stuff that I'm going to take down because I want to rethink because mm-hmm. I'm thinking I want to do um, it's a diorama mm-hmm. type aspect with it or you know maybe go to FedEx office and have printed off onto a piece of foam core like a picture or print off a larger picture and then mount it on a piece of foam core so I could just tack that to the wall and put the figures in front of it oh, yeah, in their element cool. you know something like that. But uh, the whole scene, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And move, move some other stuff that I have here. Cause, um, I don't remember who we were talking with. Uh, I don't know if it was James or or someone else from the crew, uh, Maddie or Madeline or, or Marissa. Um, but one of the things I want to do is we've had so many different guests who have a toy modeled either after them or a character they portray. Mm-hmm. I want to do a guest shelf. Oh, that'd be so cool. And, and have a, a shelf that is the action figures of the different guests. That's very cool. So like Emily Swallow, now that they make the three and three quarter inch armorer, mm-hmm. I want the armor. Uh, Ken's friend was one of the stunt people who portrayed a Jawa in the Mandalorian. Oh, cool. Well, I have the six inch off world Jawa, but they're coming out, <laughs> but they're coming out with the, the three and three quarter inch scale i want that one because now it's going to fit we've had neil ross mm-hmm. who i want shipwreck <laughs> which yeah. is the, the most famous uh even though he did do another character in uh in gi joe shipwreck's the one that he he's most known for he was also a transformer too or a couple transformers yes if i remember yep. right uh, we've had Phil Lamar on, so I'm looking for a John Stewart figure and I'm looking for a Samurai Jack figure you know, for the two characters he, he played. Uh, we've had John Schneider on, uh, it was before Derek was on. So I'm looking for an old Bo Luke or Bo Duke <laughs> figure. Um, so it, it's stuff like that. You know, if there was an action figure made of the character they portrayed, I want that figure. Yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> so a, a whole like fun way to like. You know, keep your podcast memories going. Yeah, have, have a cool memory of that. Um, and I want to do that, you know, anyone who we've had across all the shows, you know, that I've had across all the shows. Because mm-hmm. uh, right now, um, I do have a Toradoza because we have Miranus Velasco. Uh, I have Neem Num somewhere because we've had Mike <laughs> Quinn. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just crazy stuff like that. But, um, I guess let's just go ahead and get into it. Toys that are coming out through the summer, they're going to be the summer hits, summer. Yeah. Um, and I think I may want to start off with a company who has become a favorite company because of um, our initial partnership with you guys. That Yay. I, I chat with, uh, I chat with her all the time. Um, Zuru. Zuru. Oh, Janice. You chat with my friend Janice. <laughs> love Janice. Um, we love, we love X-Shot. Yeah, they're uh, really cool, right? I I almost prefer X Shot over Nerf at this stage in the game. I like them because they're um, they're very like affordable. 
Yeah. You know, and I think that they're all, well, I, I'm also very partial and Nerf has a line like this too, but I'm partial this year to the dino attack extinct blaster. I'm always, uh, I love the dinosaur toys. So like when I saw that Zuru was coming out with that, I was pretty excited about that. I like that dino theme and I think that's always really fun, but I mean, for summertime, you can't beat the fast fills. Just yeah. to, did you hear about the fast fills? I just, that's the coolest thing. My uh, nephew is seven and he's got a couple of them here in the backyard and it's just so easy for him to, you know, refill up the water blaster and, and keep having fun. You don't yeah. have to wait for the hose to do it. It's so great. So let's go ahead and, and just go right into uh, Zuru. And I believe it's, it's still X-Shot with their, um, the water blasters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the X-Shot line has those, um, they're called fast fills. There's an epic one, and which is the big, the bigger blaster. But they also have, I think they're called micro blasters as well, or mini blasters. And you just, they're so easy to refill that you can just uh, pop the back off of them and dunk them into a bucket or a tub of water. And they refill just like that in seconds. So kids don't have to stop and wait. And I just remember standing and refilling you know, my brother's water blaster and then mine, and then you can go again. So it's just like, it's nice and easy. Kids can keep playing, get all that energy out. It's, it's really, uh, it's, it feels like a no brainer, but it's not something we really had until Zuru did it with their X shot line. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. I think the closest I can remember to almost a quick fill would have been, uh, super soakers. Mm-hmm. You take, you take the container, but you had to screw screw off the container but you can dunk it and it almost filled Im- immediately and you just wait to yeah. get all the that last bubble to pop out then dip the gun and screw it on <laughs> so you keep all the water um but you know if you tried to do that with a normal blaster where you had the little plastic piece and yeah it's like <laughs> just it took, a tiny little cap <laughs> and you shove that one in you still got gleep 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 <laughs> so uh, Zuru being on the edge of innovation, I, th- I think it's great. I I saw him at Target. I'm like, ooh, this would be kind of cool. Um, we, for those listeners who check out our videos on YouTube, we got from Busby. Is there Typhoon? Was it the the Typhoon Drencher? Um, I forget the official name of it. Let me. I have to go to our YouTube channel. Tsunami Drencher? I think yes. it's Tsunami Drencher. Is that the one? Yes. I mean, decent decent gun. Um, Zoe and her friends tried it out, and, and they were honest about it. it yeah. You, you, you go fire off a couple blasts, and half of it goes out the, the front, and about, mm-hmm. and about a quarter of it comes straight down onto your hand. It's like, okay, something's not right with the chassis here. Yeah. You know, it. I mean, some major leakage. The goal is to get the other person wet, not yourself. Yeah, and if it's getting all over you, you don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, it's, they found you, you lose trajectory some because as you get towards the bottom, you have to tilt the gun forward or you had to tilt the gun a certain way to continue pulling the water out through the, the, uh, out of the reservoir through the rest of the system. Mm-hmm. It just wouldn't gun looks great. The, the water blaster looks great, but uh, there were some flaws. Is that the, um, the tsunami drencher? That's the purple one, right? It's, I don't know if you remember. Uh, 
Ours was blue. Oh, it was blue. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to like picture it in my head. I know exactly which one you're talking about. <clears throat> I may have it over here. I will see if what I'm looking at is it. And Derek, I'll let you ask a question or <laughs> give a comment. So take it away, Derek. Oh, that really put me on the spot there. I know. You just really <laughs> threw you under the mic. Um, <laughs> So I guess uh oh good he's back. I didn't yeah, have anything particular. He went so, so fast. <laughs> oh he brought it with him. Okay. I'm assuming you guys can see it? Sorta. Enough, Sorta. yeah. <laughs> there we go. Tsunami Drencher. Yeah, I like that one because it has like the pullback feature on it, which is yep. really cool and it just makes it easier for like, yeah. For like all kids to use, which I think is great. Plus the the all of their like adventure force blasters and stuff are at a really good price point. They're usually around like fifteen twenty dollars, which blaster wise is not that expensive. It's very fight looking. It is, but you put the water in the back. It goes down to the front, but I don't know if you tilt it forward if you can fill up this front section too. It was kind of confusing. It's almost. I mean, it's got a nice look and everything. But it's almost com- too complicated. Yeah, and like it's I not said, intuitive. Um, and you have to, you you have to push forward every time to pump. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though there's a trigger, trigger does nothing. It's just a cosmetic cosmetic look. Mm-hmm. I would almost rather leave the trigger as is and the white like primer. Yeah, that actually be that's pump. the movement. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then we also look too. I don't know if y'all are gonna be able to see this. There's the opening. Mm-hmm. Such a wide opening with such a little nozzle buried inside. So it's right in this area where all the water. And you know, when you go to fire, some goes mm-hmm. out and some just it leaks out. Mm-hmm. Leaks out, and it's like shots wasted. Uh, I have to sit. I have to send you the link for uh, for the video Zoe and her friends did. Yeah, definitely. Um, I thought we were fair about it, or she was very fair about it. Um, but that was one of those I learned real quick with with Busby too. Our social our social media presence is kind of low. You know, we're mm-hmm. not big on Instagram. Twitter is our big thing, and apparently, right now, TikTok and Instagram are are the things. Oh yeah, people are looking TikTok, for. It. I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't I don't want to go down that TikTok road. I I will tell you that I open TikTok and I'm like I'll scroll through for a little bit and then I get through a couple of videos. I'm like it's been about 10 minutes, right? And it's been like 2 hours. I'll like, watch, I- I'll watch a lot yeah. of TikTok. <laughs> and, and I follow quite a few people because I I, f- I have found some interesting people who have a lot a lot of interesting stories. Like there's one that I follow. Uh she's the wife of I think a military officer and her neighbor is a total nut job. Oh wow. And it's the whole <laughs> lot of backstory to it. But I'm like, okay, I but my my wife's family was military in the Air Force. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I kinda know a little bit yeah. how things work. But I'm invested in this now. So I, I gotta know. <laughs> and there, I haven't even been watched any TikToks. I haven't done anything with TikTok. Oh, don't start. Save yourself. Run in the other direction. On it, no. I I will say, don't do it. (laughs) Big mistake. I'm kind of afraid 
I actually, um, I follow this one woman on TikTok that I'm very, I love her stuff. She does like uh, parodies of Harry Potter scenes on it. And so like she has like the still photos from Harry Potter movies, but like her mouth is moving on them and she'll do like comedy scenes yeah. and stuff over it. And I, I mean, I could watch her. That's where I get caught up. You know, I'm like laughing very hard at those. I get very uh, caught up down a rabbit hole and then I'm, it's been hours and I'm still scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm stuck on another one. Um, it's little Johnny. Mm, I don't know. Uh, it's this father and son. He goes, dad, dad, dad. Um, Cause yeah, I had this issue with my teacher at school today. And you just tell all these different jokes. It's yeah. like, I set it up. And it's like, all of a sudden punchline. <laughs> and it's like, okay, this is cool. So, I mean, kudos to the people who could do it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I would do it for podcasting in all honesty. I know to, it's to like promote it's, the show. Yeah. It's like a new, we're kind of actually also figuring out, um, the same deal, you know, cause for like toy companies and stuff like fidget toys are really big on TikTok <laughs> just because of like the nature of the way the content is created right. and, and posted and, you know, like the fun edits and the, you know, all that ASMR situation, you know, you have all of that built in, but it's when you have like a single product, people see it on TikTok and then you hope as a marketer, as a brander that they're going to then shop for it. Right. They're going to take what they saw and then, and shop for it. But, um, for us, like the toy insider, the pop insider, the, the company is a, it's a media platform, you know, so we're not really looking to have you shop we just want you to know who we are and like it's kind of you know it's like a delicate thing to like figure out on a new social platform is how to like best leverage right. that for us you know for the exposure so i'm definitely not the expert on tiktok i i will say i have never felt older than when i open tiktok some for some reason there's always a teenager on there making me feel old for being born in 1990 so <laughs> I feel that way. With, I feel that way with Instagram. And, and, and you had to say 1990. Too. So, how do you think? Yeah, here, here I am, born in '70, going, you whippersnappers, you. But this is why we get along so well. Um, and I, and I have to say, I have learned. Yes, we're old. I, I have to say to you, something I learned about Allie during this whole process, not only is she editor of the Pop Insider and also editor of Toy Insider and mm -hmm. the Toy Book, she's also a stand-up comedian. Oh, I'm an improv comedian. Improv comedian. Okay. Don't ask me to do stand-up. <laughs> improv comedian. Yeah. Which, actually, I would think improv would be a lot harder than stand-up. Oh, yeah. Well, they're hard in their own different ways. You know what I mean? I think it's a a, a very different it's, skill set. <laughs> yeah. Stand up. You're up there by yourself. You got to tell people jokes and make them laugh. And if they don't laugh and it's yeah, that can be pretty bad. Well, yeah, I, for me, it's definitely like an ego thing for me. Like if my improv team bombs, you know, it's me and eight other people up there and we're all in it together and we can power through. But Ooh, I've done some solo stuff before, and when it's not going well, it is. <laughs> and that's a, that's solo stuff with the rest of the group still standing on stage. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's the most. That are like, you're great, Allie, and it's just. <laughs> you're like, uh, you guys gonna chime in at some point? <laughs> Can somebody get in this scene? Log on, please. Um, so I I guess getting back to water blasters um, Busby I mean it's it's an okay looking blaster but I think right now X-Shot still dominates and Nerf and Hasbro still own super soakers right yeah yeah the the super soakers are all under the Nerf brand which Hasbro owns which I haven't seen anything new from super soaker yeah they have some new stuff it's never like a big launch you know it's never like the top um like priority marketing wise you know during the i think that um for a company like hasbro that covers like so many different categories that like you know the seasonal stuff isn't always the biggest push so if you're you know watching tv it's not always going to be like the number one commercial year round you kind of get a very seasonal thing but they also as i was saying before because i'm very up on the dinosaur toys they also have a new like dino squad line in their in their nerf line that's like the the big thing this year so okay still, still around still a staple just not the same as they used to be it's not the same as they used to be um, speaking of Zuru though, did you at Zuru Water Toys? Did you get a chance? I don't know if they sent you any, and you've gotten to try them. But have you seen the crazy bunch of balloons that they have? No, I so, we've used them in the past. Yeah, um, which I love. I wish they had these when we were kids. Have you you know I about no? You know about these, Derek? No. Clearly, you either attach them to a water hose or you attach them to a water faucet on the side of your house. And you can, f- you can fill up some like 50 balloons. Yeah, I think so. It's kind of 100 30. balloons in like two minutes or, so, or 100 balloons in a minute huh. or something like that. Yeah. And so, they're all self-sealing. So you just slide them off of the of the nozzle and they tie themselves so you don't have to sit and tie them off. Oh. D- or the, or the other nice thing is if you have it attached to a water hose and you have a huge laundry basket or sto- mm-hmm. or storage container or water cooler or something, you hold it o- over that, do a quick tug, and they all fall off self-sealing. Yeah. Now, the, ne- the next step would be if Zuru can make those balloons biodegradable. Yeah. They have a – they are – I think they're on their way. They are – currently they have sweet. a – a partnership with uh, TerraCycle, I believe. So they are recyclable. You can, instead of throwing them out, parents can, when you collect them, you can actually recycle them um, through the TerraCycle program that they have so that it's not trash, you know, but See, not quite. Just leave it in the yard. <laughs> I, I want to go that next step. Throw it, forget it, and it, and it, natu- and it naturally degrades yeah, in a harmless, fa- harmless fashion mm-hmm. into the yard. Yeah. You just want everything, don't you? <laughs> well, if we're gonna go green, go totally green. Let's go totally green because you know how much of a pain in the butt it is to pick up water balloon shards oh, out of yeah. the backyard, just one by one. <laughs> yeah, I was like, did I throw one That's over here? <laughs> you can make it a fun activity for the kids to pick up on. <laughs> there you go. Say. So, Tell whoever gets the most gets a prize. Watch the prize. Get hit with a bunch more and pick those up too. Yeah. 
Um, so water blasters, I think we covered pretty much everyone major. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and go into into the foam flinging side of things. Yeah. Uh, we we had uh, a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Was it was it April? There in the March, sometime in April, uh, when we had Cameron or Walcom. Uh, sure. We we had one, we had one of the top foam flinging influencers on YouTube. Uh, Walcom. Uh, was it Walcom sixty seven? I think it is. I think so. Yeah. And you know we. we Went to a world that didn't know. I mean, it knew a little bit about the Nerf world, but or foam foam flinging world. But man, great, great show. Have fun talking with them. Just did not know how deep that culture went. I, you know, I you're saying it now, and I'm I'm like, oh, I have no idea how deep that is. <laughs> oh, uh, apparently, there are people out there who buy different blasters be it from x shot dart zone uh d dart uh who else have i learned about um adventure zone which is what under busby now yeah that's the, adventure zone the original busby blasters the uh nerf and how everyone is frustrated with nerf at the moment um why i'm interested to hear with Nerf, the, the the issue is they're putting out poor quality darts with their uh-huh. blasters and that the blasters themselves just aren't living up to the Nerf name of the uh, Nerf uh, mm-hmm. days of old. I mean, when you have someone like X-Shot putting out, you know, people compare, I, I've seen people compare the X-Shot Crusher, which mm-hmm. is a, you know, manual fire weapon mm-hmm. up against nerfs minigun which is a flywheel system mm-hmm. they go oh, i would much rather have the crusher over the titan because mm-hmm. it's a better product i i also think it's like um i will say i googled nerf titan uh to look up which one which of the big blasters that one was and the third thing that came up was the x shot crusher so that's also very interesting. <laughs> Love the um, crusher. So probably a, a big comparison that people are are looking at. But I think that what, especially with something that's as established as Nerf, you know, you've had all these other blaster companies enter the game in the past, you know, a couple of years or past decade or so. But Nerf's really like the household name for this category. And I think that it just, as these other companies are coming in with these like good quality blasters at a much lower price, you're, you're expecting more out of, out of the well-known more expensive blasters. And, and if you know, you're not getting it, it's, yeah. it's kind of a disappointment, you know? Um, do you think maybe might be riding on their name a little bit? Um, yeah, I think it's easy to, you know, I, I, I'm a little sad because, um, truthfully the nerf section of hasbro's toy fair booth is maybe a highlight for me every year like i'm a huge fan of the nerf blasters and i love they always have like ranges set up so you can try them all out and stuff um but of course this year with no toy fair (laughs) with all the covid stuff i didn't get a chance to do that so i haven't had any like hands-on experience um too much with like their new line but but to me it also the nerf stuff always has a different 
feel, you know what I mean? It's, it, it, I, to me, it always has lived up to its name. So I think that even if you have a big brand name, that's very popular. And if the products that aren't coming out aren't as high quality, you, you know, you can <laughs> coast a little bit on that brand name and you can rely on that. You know, you know, people will buy it. Cause like, you know, um, if somebody, if, you know, like if somebody's grandma is standing in the toy aisle, they probably know Nerf over any of the other brand names that are out there, at least the logo, you know, they've heard that name before. So they're more likely to pick it up because it's familiar or even online, you know, you Google, I mean, even when you don't Google a specific blaster directly, you'll, if you have any sort of dart foam Google search, you'll probably get Nerf just because it's the most yeah. popular one. So it's like facial For tissue. Those, you're going to get Kleenex. You're going to get Kleenex. It's, it's, it's synonymous. Yeah. And yeah. like, it's funny that you say that. Cause, um, we do a lot of the editors on my team do a lot of TV. And so we run into that, uh, a lot when we like take different toys and we show them to anchors, like I'll hold up like a Zuru X shot blaster and they'll be like, Oh, is this a Nerf blaster? I'm like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's <laughs> Not exactly. better. <laughs> they just, it's like a, it's, or like any construction toy I bring on, they're like, oh, Legos. And I'm like, not exactly. <laughs> you know, it's just sort of like that, you know, facial tissue, yeah. Kleenex yeah. sort of vibe. <laughs> well, we, um, what did Janice send, send all of us? Uh, we all got crushers. We all got orbits and meteors from the, uh, from the chaos line, which first introduction to ball blasters came from, from X shot. And thank you, Janice for that introduction. (laughs) Loved it. But I did end up getting for Christmas, uh, the nerf stormtrooper rival blaster. The rival blaster. Yeah. The, the, the one that looks like the, uh, first order blaster. Yeah. 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 Which I'm sitting there going, I really would love to get the Mandalorian rifle, (laughs) but I, don't that's one that just figure out a way of mounting on the wall because i don't see how you can f- realistically fire that thing and have it be effective yeah. <laughs> and have it be able to aim right <laughs> yeah since, since it's supposed to be made to scale it's like no how no <laughs> um but i know zoe has a lot of nerf um we we have the x shots and when we go out to the stores now mm-hmm she gravitates more towards X shot mm-hmm. than she does nerf. Do you think All it's a design thing or do you think that's like, she's, I, I think part like, of it, I think part of it's design. <laughs> um, part of it's a loyalty to, to X shot. Not because, you know, I mean, Mitt, yeah, we got samples to do yeah, our reviews. Because with. She likes it. Uh, she's loyal to the brand because she actually likes it. Um, mm-hmm she she loves it uh part of it's the coloring as well with them doing the white with the blue i mean even her best friends when they went out to the stores uh the last blaster her one best friend got was an x shot mm-hmm. and she grabbed it over the nerf yeah similar right you know similar type blaster side by side and they were about the same price point her friend went with the x shot yeah just, you know, just because it's did, did more things for what she was looking for and the styling she was looking for. Mm-hmm. But um, Nerf just came out with this new hyper line. So over the last couple of years, there's been the, the normal darts, be it elite or whatever else they call it. Yeah. And, then, and then they did their um, 
the ultras, which is the shorter yeah, dart re- to try and compete with uh, someone like uh, Dart Zone or um, oh, it's not D Dart. Dart. I think it's Dart Zone that makes a blaster that has the, the shorter darts. And everyone's like, yeah, the ultras are not living up to what they should be for mm-hmm. for the smaller dart for the for the half dart. Um, of course, there's the rival. And now they came out with this hyperline. Yeah. What's the story behind the hyper? So the hyperline is they, um, the, it's the fast reload for those, I believe is like the biggest, like it shoot, it shoots, uh, harder. Like the blast is like very, very fast. And I can look up exactly how fast it is, but it's even, you know, it's, it's the ball blasters, like the rival line, but it's, right. it's a faster shot. And it's, um, I think it's the, the, because if I'm not mistaken, the uh, hyper ones are smaller than the rival ones, even smaller than the rival ones. And, they're, and, and so they're they not, go faster. And they're not really foam either. They're more of a rubber. They're like a, yeah, I was going to say they're like a, <laughs> I'm like visually showing it. <laughs> like that's not helpful on a podcast. And, 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 the, and the way you're doing it, <laughs> like I go. tactile feel. I go, I go more, I, I go immediately to new kids on the block or not. <laughs> wait, not new kids on the block. Um, what was the comedy troupe? Kids in the hall. Kids in the hall. Kids in the hall. Squish your head. Squish your head. Squish your head. <laughs> yeah, they're not like as uh, flexible, I guess, is like the word I'm looking for with this gesture as they're like a little bit stockier. Yeah. But it's more like a uh, like a paintball gun feel, I think, than like a foam blaster. You know, it has that sort of. One, one video I saw a guy had a hyper blaster with his chronograph it was averaging 121 feet wow. per second something like mm-hmm. that so i mean it'll go but they're not accurate oh because yeah. even, even with the flywheel he'd be firing and it, it may have been the, as he said maybe it was the blaster he had but they kept pulling mm-hmm. to the left and every mm-hmm. fifth shot would be straight it's like one two yeah. three four straight one two three four straight <laughs> like well that doesn't help you <laughs> <laughs> so um, any, uh, any other companies coming? Actually, I did see, uh, maybe it was dart zone with the regular foam darts. They had a quick fill, a new quick fill blaster coming. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've seen that one. I saw it on Facebook. It was an ad that popped up on Facebook. Familiar with their, with their stuff. <clears throat> see if I can Off find the top link. of my head. Yeah, but th- this thing was cool. It had um load chamber on the side and it would pop mm-hmm. and you'd fill it. You could just dump darts in and a roll and, and go <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, that's cool. Um, and then I've seen one where you load the darts up upright and it, yeah. it pull. It's like, okay, that one's different. <laughs> uh, it's just so interesting what's out there. Yeah, I think so. And they're all, um, you know, like different in their own ways, I think. And it's, you're just really getting a different, it's like a, that's like one toy that's like really, like user experience, right? And like preference on how they look and how they feel and and the kind of like if you're looking for accuracy, if you're just looking to like, you know, yeah. send off a blaster in your backyard, like it's two different kind of things to shop for. So I think it's like a very uh like user experience is important in the blaster category. Prepare to have your mind blown. <laughs> It is from Dart Zone. It's called the Matrix Fire. Oh, I don't think I've seen this. 
This is pretty wild. It's a motorized dart hopper blaster with a thirty oh, wow. round, with a thirty round hopper. Yeah, I definitely haven't seen this before. This is crazy. <laughs> and, and it shoots over three darts a second. Uh, yeah, sign me up. Yeah, that's wow. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and I will say, Dart Zone probably makes the best dart on the market with their waffle heads. Yeah, I'll have to get my hands on one of these and try it out. Yeah. Well, if you, their darts, uh, the green with the blue tips, are the ones that you see the buckets of at Target or mm-hmm. Walmart. Yeah, bucket of two hundred for what twenty bucks? Oh yeah, yeah. They're Five so worth. <laughs> they're so worth it. I, that's what we we started doing. If we don't go to Ollie's, Ollie's uh, discount, mm-hmm. and, and buy our Nerf stuff and buy the darts, we we get the Adventure Force waffle tips. Um. I guess going back to Zuru, what outside of Xshot, what's some of the other stuff they have coming out, um, uh, especially for the summer? So for the summer, the bunch of the balloons are big. The Xshot stuff is big because, you know, it's all the seasonal stuff. But they right. also have a um, new uh, wave of their mini brands coming out. Do you know about their mini brands? Um, Five surprise mini brands. Yes. <laughs> Yes, Zoe loved those. Yeah, so if you're not familiar with them, they're like, uh, you kind of like, they come in a, a ball. They're collectibles that come in a ball, and it like peels apart like an orange, like into orange slices, and you reveal different uh, little collectibles that are in uh, their actual brands. So they're brands that you, you know, would pick up at the store, but they're miniature-sized versions of them. I think that they're so cool. I could sit and peel it open forever and ever just on uh, repeat. But they've got a whole new um, series of them coming out for the summer, which are pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Zoe, when we got some from samples uh, from Zuru, there was a mini X shot in one of them. And she set that aside for her, uh, for her elf on the shelf. Oh, that's so cool. It's like, (laughs) these are, these are great and and the best part is uh again another shout out to um to Zuru. they they also helped with our toy drive and sent a bunch of um the mini rainbow corns and five surprises that obviously yeah. uh went to great hands with kids uh with underprivileged kids who who got something for christmas which is is always great yeah, definitely. And, and I think what I love about these is that, like, they're not just collectibles. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're so cool and they, they come in so many different varieties that, like, one of my favorite things to do is to suggest that people use them as, like, doll accessories, you know? And so then now your dolls can have the same brands that you love. Like, the new ones are, like, Philadelphia cream cheese and Jello yeah. and. <laughs> All kinds of things. I like that they have the toy brands too. Like uh, they have Zuru brands, but they also have like Rubik's cubes, I believe, like popular yeah. toys that I think are really cool. And uh, they're just—I mean, speaking of things that go viral on TikTok, like that's a that's a big one. <laughs> her her elf on the shelf had four cans of Gillette shaving cream. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe your so. elf will need it for the quarantine facial hair when it's time to come <laughs> off, right? <laughs> It, it was a female. She has a female elf. <laughs> but hey, who knows what happens well, at the North who Pole? Knows? <laughs> who knows? Uh, go ahead, Derek. I was going to say they have the bearded lady, so, you know, it can happen. Yeah. 
Um, but another thing that um, Zuru has that I I really like too. That's a also a summer thing and also very good price point. They're only two dollars. Is um, they do the glove bubbles line. I don't know if you're familiar with those, but they were uh-huh. out before. But Zuru got um, I think they they like acquired the brand either last year or the year before. But they're these um, they're basically like plastic <laughs> character gloves that you wear on your hand. And they um, come with a pack of bubble solution and you dip the tops of the glove into the bubble solution and you wave your whole hand and then you get like a ton of bubbles. And they're like a really fun way to blow bubbles that's like different. And it's cool because they have like different characters and stuff. But the solution pack that they come with is also resealable, which is such a great feature because then it's like you know it's kind of like a ziploc bag sort of mechanism so you can store that and that's like great 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 for summer too now i've, I've gone to um jewelry's website mm-hmm. first thing that pops up is this vlad and nikki what oh, what <laughs> what is how how did this trend of branding toys around influencers start and why has it taken off so well so the way i see it from my perspective is that these youtubers and social media influencers and all of that is kids entertainment now right like they're more likely to be sitting and watching youtube on a tablet than they are to sit down and watch a TV show. even the tv shows they watch they're also watching on youtube channels they're like through streaming services like it's not you know how it used to be where i would sit down and watch nickelodeon for like three hour blocks you know it's a much different way to consume so these youtube stars that are unboxing these toys are like doing these uh for lack of a better term like comedy sketches basically or whatever they're doing on their youtube channels are kids celebrities now right the like Vod and Nikki and I mean Ryan is the perfect example of this right like it's that's the new Rugrats that's the new characters that we're following so it's uh it kind of was like a natural progression then that these are the stars these are the things that kids are people that kids are fans of so the licensing programs move towards them we want to make toys with this but what's even to answer the second part of your question about why it's so successful is because the toy play pattern, like a, a, if we're looking at uh, Zuru's Vlad and Nikki surprise eggs, right? The toy play pattern of what they're watching in this YouTube content is mimicked in the toys that have the branding on them. So you're getting that unboxing experience, that collectible experience, the surprise experience that you're watching on YouTube, but now it's, physically you're doing it so kids can you know pretend to make their own youtube videos one of my coworkers said that her um her kids actually like play youtube influencer <laughs> like the way they play doctor the way they play teacher you know like they sit and they take their toys and they pretend like they're talking to a camera and they unbox their toys and i it's just you know wild to me but it's just the you know it's so ingrained in their entertainment and the content they're consuming that it's just second nature now. Um, We just got from the Noble Collection Mm -hmm. just in time for Harry's birthday. Yeah. Uh, Some some stuff 
for Harry Potter. Zoe's review or unboxing video for that's coming out soon. But oh, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> anything, anything you could tell us about what's coming out? Uh, so I love. Do what did do? You, can you spoil what you got? Uh, we got a Gryffindor wand holder. Yeah. <laughs> we got Harry's wand. Oh yeah, the wands are so cool. I love the wands. Now this is the third wand Zoe has. Yeah. She has a Hermione Granger and she has mm-hmm. a Nymphadora Torx. Mm-hmm. Both of them are interactive wands that she can use at Universal Orlando in the Wizarding oh, cool. World of Harry Potter. Very cool. Which is cool because you, you go to a certain area, it shows you the spell to do, you do it, and it'll trigger something either in storefront or if you stand under an umbrella, water will come out. Ooh, it's, umbre- like, it's real magic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, um, but the Noble Collections Harry looks and feels a lot different than the, even the standard wand that you get at Universal, um, without going back to Universal and looking at a regular standard wand, Mm -hmm. which Universal's is a bit more for Mm non-interactive. I'm not sure if theirs are are done by Noble Collection or not for the non-interactives. I actually, um, I actually do not know that, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were. I just the whole Harry Potter line from Noble Collection is always like it's very like no matter what they, whenever they show me something new, I'm always impressed. Like they're because you know they're at the core like a prop replica, right? You know, so and we also got a Harry Potter bindi fig. Oh yeah, it's very cool. I love those too. They're very, very fun. I like the bendy figs a lot. I used to have them all over my desk in my office in New York. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, for me, it's always like that. Uh, especially when it comes to like Harry Potter wands, I'm always impressed by like the weight of them. You know, does it feel no nobles real? Is, nobles has got a nice I'm, weight. Uh, obviously, yeah. the interactive wands aren't as heavy. Because yeah. there's a totally different um, setup with it, but no, it, it's impressed. You know, you, you'll see in the videos, Zoe was highly impressed with the wand. Yeah, oh, I um, can't wait to see it. I think the one thing that we got uh, when, when we got asked if we were interested, um, there was a journal book. I don't know if it's out yet. Um, hmm. I don't know if I could pull it up on my phone. I know I could pull it on the pull it up on the computer, but I don't need my mail <laughs> ting at me. Um, yeah, is it the Tom Riddle diary? I don't think so. I think that's the one that um, that I'm familiar with. Uh, oh, I'm gonna have to go to. Oh well, the ding here <laughs> is gonna be my email. That's okay. <laughs> um. There was that. I know Zoe now wants a couple more wand stands for her other wands. Yeah, the wand stands are really good. Um, they're I don't nice know white to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, yeah, it's just like, it makes it look nice when it's, <laughs> you know, on display. I really liked the, um, oh, wow, I forget if it was last year that they came out with it or the year before, but they had a, um, I think it was the year before, but they had Hermione Granger's, like, purse. The best way I can describe it is like her Mary Poppins purse where it's like a little bag and she opens it yeah. and she pulls like full tents and all of the books you need and full sets of clothes out of it. And they have their stuff is just it looks 
like you have the actual prop, which I think is really cool for fans, you know? And I mean, they're all like without spending, they have some stuff that is higher priced, but they also have a lot of options that are like reasonably priced. So you don't have to spend too much money to do your cosplay or have a fun accessory or anything like that. Pricing is pricing is decent. Um, Okay. So the email I got, uh, it's a Hogwarts journal. Oh, um, it's an exclusive replica from the films. I don't think I'm familiar with that. Uh, the bendy fig, the stand, and the wand. I think the only th- yeah, the only thing we we didn't get out of this list was um the journal. Yeah, I'm looking which, at the journal right now, and it's very pretty. <laughs> which, in many ways, I'm okay with because Zoe's got so many journal books. I don't that she hasn't used. I don't think she needs another. <laughs> But you ask her, she'll say, oh, no, I can use another. I can use another. Kid, kid <laughs> loves school supplies. Oh, I did, too, when I was a kid. I can totally relate to that. My favorite day was when we went to Staples before school started, uh, and I could get my color-coordinated yeah. things. <laughs> Being a teacher's kid, I go into PTSD. Yeah. Like, no. I'm sure. Um. So, yeah, I guess Harry... All this is coming out ahead of Harry's birthday, which is July 31st. But it's cool that they're pushing all this now and and these particular elements. Yeah, I think that what's so interesting to me about Harry Potter is it's one of those things where you don't even need new content for it to be the hottest selling product out there. You know, the fan base is so loyal. (laughs) It's a retelling of Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, I've heard. I've heard. (laughs) I've I've seen it on TikTok. <laughs> well, if you're gonna go that way, I mean, you know, Star Wars is the retelling of how many other different things? Seven Samurai and Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. The the on TikTok you got the few videos that talk about it going, it is a direct retheming of Star Wars. Almost to a T. Almost to a T. <laughs> like Yeah. No, I, I, I see a lot of it, but and I pick on my daughter about it, but no. Um, so I guess from here, let's talk action figures. Yeah. Hasbro, wow. Bandai, uh, which band, got to say the Bandai One Piece, Anime Heroes One Piece, amazing yeah. stuff. Yeah, uh, they're good, right? I I think Bandai is given a hat you know, with the six inch. Uh I think this proves that if Hasbro wants to do an animation line for Clone Wars or for the Marvel cartoons, it can be done and it still yeah. look nice. So I, I mean, as much as I love seeing the more realistic six inch black series figures or Marvel legends, get, they're already doing it with Marvel Red, retro with the three and three quarter inch. Let's do it with the six yeah. inch as well. Give us the comic and give us the comic book. Give us the, um, Whatchamacallit, give us the uh, the animated cartoon look. Yeah, like the car- the cartoony look. I think those are also like, I mean, well, you just have to look at like Funko, right? Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't have to be like a super detailed, exact, like, you know, very, you know, it has can have like that stylized, cute, for lack of a better word, cartoony look to it. And people still want to collect it now with something like Funko that's like a very distinct style that you're collecting but I think that's like 
evident in um you talking about the bandai anime heroes line and stuff like that but also like um have you seen the one of my favorite lines is the um garbage pale kids wwe mashup figures from the loyal subjects have you seen that they're so i'm I'm scared now (laughs) i'm gonna send you a link to them um here this is on uh they're just like so they're exactly what you think they're fun and silly and bright and they have like that cartoony look and <laughs> oh, that is that's how it is. They're so funny. <laughs> I I want the sound called Steve Austin one now. I know this. that's the best one, right? That one's my favorite. <laughs> that and but, Andre. Oh, on, on, that was awesome. Yeah, Macho Man, Andre the Giant. That's awesome. Yeah, I just think that they're, like, so cool. And I think that, like, this is, um, I don't know if I, maybe I would even say it. Like, it's, it's like a trend, you know? Like, people are also collecting, like, this sort of, like, fun stuff. Like, this different take on on your action figures, you know? Not, it, like you were saying, like, it's great to see, like, the Black Series Star Wars figures, right? And Or to have, even out of the Black Series, like, those collectible and those prop replicas and the helmets and the lightsabers. Like, that's all amazing but it's not really what everybody's looking for in their in their action figures and stuff so i think like fun stuff like this that cartoony look is also very cool you know it adds a little variety yeah i love shelf. stuff like this yeah, yeah. I love I, i'm a too the gigantic andre seething steve <laughs> unraveled warrior <laughs> that's awesome yeah i i love these i just think this is so like when when they like sent us like the images and they sent us these figures and stuff. I was like, Oh, this is just so cool. And it's like two things that people really love, right? Like garbage pale kids, and WWE, you're reaching like both audiences and then the intersection of the Venn diagram. And I just it, like stuff like this is fun. <laughs> it's just plain fun. You yeah. know, it's not too serious or anything. Right. Unbelievable with them. <laughs> I collected like a few of those loyal subjects, a couple of the, like some of the masters of the universe and mm-hmm. they had uh, some cool J. Joe ones. Pretty, it was pretty good stuff. Yeah. I like their stuff. They have a line called best action, but it's, it's spelled B S T best. And then action is a X N best action. And so they, <laughs> they come in like different uh, licenses and stuff. And they're, they're like nice figures, you know, for like a, a good, you know, I love a good collector's price point, right? Because like not everybody has tons of disposable income, but you can still have a shelf full right. of figures. I think that's great. <clears throat> so I I'm looking now since we're on this link. <laughs> I've gone to the gift guys guides, and I see right there at the top the Adventure Force Tsunami Drencher. If we talked about yeah. it, um, Bendy Figs. And now I'm seeing Beyblade. It's still around. Oh, Beyblade is not only still around; it is so hot. <laughs> Beyblade is a it's still big. It's still huge, and uh, they have like new uh, series and content coming out all the time. And um, Has Hasbro does the Beyblade toys, so they have all of the um, they have the license for that. So all of the the tops and the the, the stadiums, the battling stadiums, they right. make too. 
Okay. Laser packs. And they also, oh, sorry. I was oh, going to say ahead. they also came out with like a, like a pro series of Beyblade this year that is like closer to like the original, um, like Japanese design of Beyblade. So like they're, and they're, mm. I think their starter pack starts at like 1999. Like they're a little bit more collectory. The packaging is like more sleek and things like that. So okay. yeah, it's still a huge hit, <laughs> but laser pegs, we can talk about laser pegs. As, as Zoe has said in a video, they are Lego compatible. They are. They are. They are. They they snap and are solid on a Lego yeah. brick. Hmm. And I, I I love that about them. I think that's a huge selling point for them, right? Because you can use it with the the bricks you already have. Are you familiar with laser pegs, Derek? I am. I am not. No, Allie. I'll let you. Let take me the floor break them down for you, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> You're so gonna be looking for these now. They're construction uh, bricks. They're brick building sets. Most of them come in. Um, I believe the they're calling them multi-models this year, but a lot of them come with. Um, so you build like four different things in one kit, but they contain um, light up bricks. So you so when you after you build it up, you can turn on the switch and then your creations light up. I'm going to send you a link for them so you can see uh, we- them in action here. We have some. Zoe has not built them yet, which shame on her. But <laughs> we need the Zoe review. <laughs> but they're 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 great, and they're they're compatible with Legos and other uh, like major brick, you know, similar brick uh, uh, companies as well. Mostly, you know, Legos. So if you are building with your Lego set, you can incorporate these light up laser peg bricks into the build as well. And so now your Legos are lighting up and it's really cool. The laser pegs are all, they have like um, different colors and stuff, but they have like clear plastic ones. So you can see the lights like through them and it looks like the whole thing lights up. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, cool. The, these are great. Uh, I will share this with you guys. These are quite fascinating. Yeah, reasonably priced too. It'll be yeah. an easy way of getting you. You want to do an X-wing with a light-up cockpit? Mm. Figure yeah. out you, you get these, and you figure out how to get that light brick in the cockpit where you can turn it on and off, and then you can light up the cockpit. Or oh, they have a chicken and rooster set. I'm sold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I think they're so fun and cute. That it, oh yeah, they're great stuff. Um, I forgot what ones she got, and I, and I was surprised seeing the um look at, looking back at the review the snapships. Mm-hmm. I still see them in stores, but kind of all of a sudden dropping off the radar. Some yeah, I know that they're um, coming out with some new ones and like adding to the line this year. I'm I'm wondering if it's maybe a bigger like holiday okay. holiday time push than a. Then the summertime really like, you know, amping up the marketing and stuff, making them having like the bigger launches and stuff in the holiday season. Okay. That could be. Derek, have you gone to the actual laser peg website? I am on it right now. I just want to get these just for the light bricks. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they have so many colors. I know. They're so cool. And I, I do love that you can like add them into the stuff that you already have. So you were saying like you can get those Lego Star Wars kits and then just add in your own yeah fun designs and stuff like that. It's really fun. 
I would love to figure out how to get the LEDs out or actually like I have the, the Lego Millennium Falcon. I would love to figure out how to get the blue pieces mm-hmm. and put them in for the engine ports on the back yeah. of the Falcon. <laughs> that would be very cool. Yeah. Which would be a lot cheaper than the, than the route that other people have done for light kits for it. Um, that sh- the Microhawk looks great. Yeah, their line is really, they've been, um, the Laser Pegs brand has been around for a while. It's kind of, you know, like jumped from company to company, distributor to distributor. But I think that it's like this, this year in particular, like, especially with like these multi-models line, it's like, I think it's like the most clear, like, this is what we are. This is what you can do here, you know, sort of like branding, especially like on the packaging of like what's inside. It has like such cool they have such cool kits that you can build and things like that the chicken and the rooster <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's really fun well, they have a cool mars rocket too yeah they have a broken link yeah i tried going to the, the shop and it's <laughs> like no you can't go any further than page one <laughs> now they're based out of here in florida right um i i think so actually yeah sarasota May have, may have to figure out a, a trip to Sarasota one day this yeah. summer. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, this, their stuff's amazing. Yeah, it's very cool and different. You know, it's that thing again where it's like a very different, it stands out from the other construction stuff on the shelves. Yeah. Yeah. But just the fact that you could keep adding to it, it is great as well. Yeah. Um, Lego's got some great stuff happening between the video, um, some of their more expert line, the, the Mario. Yeah. The whole thing. I'm, I love the video stuff. I think that's just such a cool, I think that's, there's like, um, I think that in the toy industry, sometimes a lot of companies struggle with how to combine that like physical and augmented reality play in like a seamless way. And I think that like Lego uh, video just does that so well, you know, like it's just such a like intuitive way to like, you build this Lego thing and then you scan it in and you can add all these things, but you also can do it physically and scan it. I just think it's really cool. It's like a, the natural progression after their hidden sideline. If you were familiar with that, uh, I think that was two years ago, the hidden side stuff. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And again, I mean, yeah. like, keep track of how many times I've said this in the past hour, but so on trend with like the TikTok and the social media and how people are, you know, making content now that Lego video makes one minute long videos like it's, it's just perfect for that. You know, it's it's the same sort of um, content creation brain, you know, part of your brain. So things that kids are familiar with and intuitive with and just a fun, a fun building way. Okay. Um, I guess staying with Hasbro and getting back to action figures, some, uh, cause we did talk briefly with, about Bandai and the anime heroes. Um, all the stuff that's come out with the different pulse fan, fan first, whatever events, mm-hmm. uh, be it transformers, um, star Wars, Marvel. Yeah. Um, some great stuff there. And then we'll talk about complaints on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Right. Cause there are always, <laughs> then what else is the internet for? 
Oh, the, yep. these complaints. These, these complaints I agree with, though. Um, the one thing I like about Hasbro Pulse in general, well, compliment first. The one thing I like in general is it really is following this sort of um, trend that we're seeing. Of course, this stuff isn't really like for you know for kids, right? The Hasbro Pulse is more for collectible collectors and fans and an older um, audience. But what I think is great about it is it's really like on trend with like this crowdsourcing, like the fans get a say in, in what's happening and, you know, it like really matters, <laughs> you know, what the, what pe- what the people want, you know, it sort of makes it like a community collective. And I think that playing into that is very smart. I think that's a big uh, trend. Yeah. So like, that's like my, that's my big overall compliment for all of them <laughs> um so there's been all this announcement of stuff that's come out uh mm-hmm. the gi joe classified stuff looks amazing yeah mm-hmm. i want i want the cobra commanders the the, the two different um ones that you can get in store mm-hmm. problem is i'm not i've seen one in store and at the time i was on furlough and couldn't get it and that wave is still out in stores and the only character i've seen is roadblock oh yeah and then now i'm hearing major bloods out but targets is now doing this thing where because of i guess delays in distribution and getting product out they're locking them up in cabinets in electronics and then telling you one figure per household and in this case you'll have major blood you'll have the clone wars 50th anniversary set yeah and you can only choose one out of the five figures to get yeah and yet i see a store i see a picture of a target here in florida that's got 50 echoes sitting on a shelf it's like well that's where florida's allotment went (laughs) um now, I know James talked about it on Wookiee Radio uh, last week. There's still a lot of merch sitting on ships off the West Coast. Yeah. Do we think that this is where a lot of the uh, law of the stock is that should be out? That That's causing yeah. this all of a sudden scalper panic where people are, hey, I'm going to pick up a case. You're going to pull out a case. I'm grabbing that case. Forget who else is around or is it just the case of scalpers being scalpers or people and and just going out and getting, I think it's, I think it's a, it's a big issue is the stuff sitting, (laughs) sitting offshore on ships. I mean, we've even had, because then that backlogs more shipments coming in, you know, like it has a chain effect down the line. Right. I'm just some insider info we're currently working on our holiday gift guide so you know we ask for samples to like uh get ahead of time for things that'll be you know out on shelf in the fall and uh, i would say in any other year but like last year was also (laughs) 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 you know but if you don't count 2020 every other year it's like no no problem this is coming out in the fall here's our samples you can try it out you know or somebody has a prototype on hand to give us a demo of but this year, it's like all of our stuff is very delayed. We're probably not going to have this. Like, we usually ask for it in, like, June. We work huge lead time on right. our holiday gift guide for Toy Insider especially. But everybody's like, oh, shipments are delayed. They're coming in, you know, in September. Like, that's when we're going to get them. That's where all of our stuff is. So I think it's sort of 
you know, James can for sure, as I'm sure you know, yeah. talk about this way more in depth than I can and like the supply and demand and the business behind it. But it's just, it's everything is very backlogged. And I think that that's really opening the doors for this whole scalper situation. And, and it's, it, mm. to me, it, it feels mean, <laughs> you know, like you're buying yeah. up all of this stuff that people really want and charging so much money for it. It's just uh, bad vibes for me. You know what I mean? I, and like, I think it's wrong too that mm-hmm. stores are putting this stuff out like eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. When a lot of us collectors now me, because I don't go into work until later, I have a shot of getting it. Mm-hmm. If I remember the street date, but for a lot of people they're at work and by the time they get off work and swing by at five thirty, six o'clock stuff's gone. Everything's gone. Yeah. It's and, like, and you never um, get a shot. I know. And it's like, it feels, you know, to me, it's like, so do it in a rollout. <laughs> you know what I mean? Have a certain number here, have a certain number. But I mean, I'm not, you know, in on the retail side of things and how like that business sets up and works. But I just feel like it's, uh, I like in my mind, I compare it to like, um, like sneaker launches. That's like the biggest thing I can think of. I have a friend who's like really into like sneaker launches and, even the ones he wants, he's like, I have such a hard time because in two seconds, bots buy things up on the internet so quickly. And then I end up yeah. having to pay so much more than they cost to buy them off of these like robots, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I think it's like, there's like a serious danger of like it running that far, you know? So we get to the point where like, you're not even able to get them on store. You can't get them online. You're just, you know, out of luck. Well, I, I think that the thing that kills me is, uh, and we've talked about it, there's mm-hmm. thousands upon thousands out there of, of these products that even with the scalpers at hand, everyone should still be able to get one at a normal price. Yeah. But yet, you know, the Mandalorian retro collection, mm-hmm. I have found four in store and that those four are two grief, two quill. I... Those are the only two characters I've seen. Mm-hmm. I bought two of each, two that are on card still, and two that I've opened for display. Um, I just got a Cara Dune off of eBay, which I paid double the, the retail price for, but still 19 bucks is still worth it. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, that's acceptable, but I never saw her in, in the stores. I haven't seen any of the others in stores. And you look at Target's website, they were advertised up until release date. Then there was the release date and they're not listed on the site anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and the same thing's happening with um, Walmart as well. You go looking and they're not showing up on the sites. So you can't even tell if there's any in stock or not to go get. Yeah. And, and it's just getting frustrating. What are, what are you guys hearing from the manufacturers in regards to as a response to all of this? It's like, um, I guess it's kind of like a, a, a double-edged sword, right? And it, it's like, um, so like, I, I guess the best way to explain this is to use an example of like exclusives, like things that are exclusive. So like retailers really want that, but for, <laughs> for consumers, it's very frustrating because you don't know. 
how many there are, how many are left. You don't have access to that. Is there a limit on how many people can buy or is somebody going to walk in and buy the whole shelf and now it's gone? It's like that sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. It, it's in the same way, I guess. Like manufacturers are hearing it from both sides. Like we, this is great because it's an exclusive. It's great to have an exclusive as a collector, but it's also hard to get it. And I think that like one thing that gets missed in all of this right is that um and that retailers especially should take into consideration with like that or these like um like limited figure launches and things like that it's like you hope that having them in stock the idea is that it'll draw customers into your store they'll come into your store for this thing but they'll see these other things and and buy things along the way but you do end up with that customer frustration where like you, so targets only releasing things at 8am. So now you're not even going to go. Right. Right. Because you're so frustrated. You you already know you're going to be disappointed. You've been burned before you walked in, there was no stocks so and now you're just leaving upset and empty handed. So it's like kind of, you know, what is expected on paper versus what is happening. I think is like a, it's it's a weird balance that manufacturers have to walk and and i'm not really sure that anybody's quite able to make everyone happy you know right Mm -hmm. do the manufacturers acknowledge um that there's a problem with this definitely and i also um I think that they definitely know that there's a problem, you know, with, you know, they don't want people scalping their products either. (laughs) People are making tons of money reselling their toys. (laughs) You know, you don't want, you don't want to see that. So it's, I think it's just, I don't know. It's like one of those things that also depends on like, you know, faith in humans to not do something like that. And you know, how do you prevent, how do you prevent that without making something special or limited or you know not you know and the answer is make as many as you need but then they don't have like that exclusivity they don't have that special collector thing so then you you're losing it feels like you're losing something you're making a sacrifice at some at some point of it but i i do think that they are very aware of it and i'm sure internally (laughs) there there's lots of discussions on on how to prevent that or how to um, and especially I imagine they work with the retailers too, when they have things like that on, on how to launch them and how to make them available, but it's tough. Yeah. What is the most, uh, unique toy or collectible that's coming out for the summer that no one would have ever thought would exist. And if you can find it, you should go get it. That's a really good question. Take that TV stations. Mm-hmm. I know you really got me with that one. We asked the questions you wish you could. I don't know. You could ask. Like the number one thing. Hmm. See Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson doesn't (laughs) ask you all these type of questions either. I know you really stumped me with that. (laughs) Um, I'm not sure collectible. I have to think about collectible wise. You know what? I will tell you that the one thing that's going to be. I mean, obviously, it's going to be big. Um, but they just launched that friends Legos line. Yeah. That's I'm going to say you see it and you want it, buy it, (laughs) like buy it right then. Don't think twice, like get that. Especially, I mean, the reunion just on, at, on day of recording here, like launched on HBO max. There's a huge resurgence. Like 
that's the I'd say that's like the maybe it's top of mind for me because it's on my list but like that's like a big a big one I think that'll sell out fast I, I'm going Monday to Disney Springs and of course we have a Lego mm-hmm. store there mm. do you want me to text you <laughs> I would love to know. Yeah. <laughs> they have it. I'll text you. Yeah. I would very much appreciate that. And, and then if you want me to pick it up for you, I'll let you know. <laughs> we'll talk. Only charging up price. <laughs> oh no, I'm, I'm not upcharging. I, I will, <laughs> I will tell you how much it is and, you know, um, and then we'll figure out shipping. <laughs> yeah. As far as like, um, maybe not even licensed, but like general, like hot toys for the summer. I don't know if you've right, seen. I, I um, see what you did there with hot. Because mm-hmm, it's, you know, warm outside. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, I don't know if you guys have seen FOMO from MGA Entertainment, but um, it is a basically a tub and a foam blower that turns your backyard into a foam party in like minutes <laughs> by just adding water. Truly minutes. It's absolutely incredible. <laughs> I highly recommend it. Uh, it's a it's it's a little pricey, but it's well worth it. You get a huge like tub for it. You get this bubble solution. You get the blower, and it's it truly works like magic. It's very cool. I'm a huge fan of that. I think that's going to be like a very hot summer item. And I know that it was already sold out at some uh, like my local Target, and it's oh wow May. <laughs> so I think mm-hmm. that it's going to go. Huh? Uh, Derek. You got anything else? Because I I didn't realize we've been on a while and oh, time, fl- <laughs> time flies and it, and it's always so much fun with you guys. I know we always have such a good time. Uh, I don't think I have anything else. No, actually, I do have one last question. During our year with you guys, what was the one most interesting thing you learned about us um, during that time? Oh, hmm. another good question. Um, okay. What is the most interesting thing? Well, first of all, I mean, I've, I feel like we've gotten to know each other really well. (laughs) I mean, we, I mean, we talked on the phone, uh, Mike, you and I about this, but it really like feels, you know, like family. And so, so I really like getting to know, um, you as people and like what you guys like to collect. Like one of my favorite parts is when you show me your stuff (laughs) that you have. We, we, I, I consider you guys friends. Uh, I mean, I, I, I still text with, with James. I know, I know there's a piece, a, a star Wars figure he's looking for down here. And, um, unless he's listening to this show, I plan, <laughs> if I see it, I plan on picking it up for him and sending it to him. Yeah, definitely. So, and you guys have been so great. I've loved like, I, she's not here, but I love getting to know Zoe too and seeing all of her stuff. I think that's so cool. She's impressive to me with everything that she does. So well, I think that that's been cool. And, you know, just, getting to know you guys on a personal level and like have these fun chats so often has been great. I will say because of y'all ventures in giving the toy drive was started last year. We'll be continuing on this year. Amazing. So, and I learned with getting off to the late start there. uh, If we go reaching out to any of the manufacturers, now's the time to do it (laughs) because they start planning their budgets for that now so they do yeah because they get and uh, and all of them are happy to help as long as they can get the yeah. the stuff in time so that's really great and of course you know we're always happy to help from our team too we like to and, contribute 
and I may have to pick your brain on how we go go about setting up a even though we're taking like last year uh there was a radio station that um, mm-hmm. was working with a, a local place here in town called Nathan- uh, Nathaniel's Hope mm-hmm. um which is an organization that does a lot with special needs kids mm-hmm. but they were doing a toy drive not just for special needs kids but also for uh, regular kids as well. And it was kept local. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I've mentioned to Derek and I mentioned to others in the crew, I would love to take adventures in giving across the, the family core of shows. And Derek, you, you find a group there in the Boston area or near you to, to work with. Uh, I would love to see Kylan and, and Ken in the Akron area pick some for for their shows uh i would love to see eric find something in the birmingham area and we just try and coordinate and, and just eventually because uh, we're going to push online too where you could partake by showing on on twitter take a picture of you donating at mm-hmm. your local in the name of adventures and giving and we that's just turn cool, this yeah. into into a into a, a movement mm-hmm um, and that's a toy drive. I mean, you do it at your local level. Of course, we're doing it at our local level. Um, and then I've got some other ideas as well. Um, maybe creating a, a Amazon store where, you know, we can have things go certain locations. Yeah. Yeah. Depending that's on very cool. what everyone comes up with. You know, here's what this group's looking for. Here's what this group's looking for. And have it mm-hmm. all set up. Anything for this group goes here, et cetera. And just kids deserve something. Yeah, and we're all big toys fans, so it's the best way to do it for sure. So, well, thank you for joining us this week. Um, I know for sure we're going to try and have the gang on all the shows uh, around the holidays for the holiday special. Mm-hmm. You know, talk about holiday gifts. Um, but no, I will contact Elizabeth about getting you on yeah. Adventures in Geek. Yeah, she's our girl. Zoe. She'll help you out. So. Uh, <laughs> Since we got to go that route now, uh, I will get with her and go, Ali said she'll do it, but got to coordinate it through you. Yeah. <laughs> so we <laughs> just got to figure out a Sunday. So. <laughs> so we just got to figure out a, a, a Sunday to do it. So definitely. Um, again, thank you again for coming on. Uh, thank you guys yeah, for thank everything. You for um, Derek, I think I need to send you, unless you check our chat last week with uh, James, for the link for uh, Sweet Sweet, if you happen to be off that particular day on a vacation where you could jump in. Yeah, we'd love to see you guys. Yeah, you'll probably have to send me the link. Yeah, I'll send you the link because sign up early. <laughs> I just got my approval, so yay, I'll be there. Yay! <laughs> so, well, on that note, um, we're always asking, especially when we have the crew from Pop Insider, Toy Insider, and the Toy Book, we're always asking. Want to know more? So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production. Thank you very much.